the stories of mahabharata retold by sudipta bhaumik welcome dear friends to another episode of the stories of mahabharata in the last episode we heard the story of ashtavakra and how he avenged his father's humiliation we also heard the story of narakasura and how lord vishnu saved the earth by taking the form of a boar the pandavas enjoyed their days in the badrika ashram waiting for arjuna the long awaited rest helped draupadi recover from the strain of the arduous trek one day while draupadi was relaxing in the gardens of the badrika ashram a lotus flew in with the northeastern breeze the beautiful flower with thousand petals and a sweet fragrance enchanted draupadi she picked it up and said to bhima look look at this pretty flower i have never seen a more fragrant flower in my life i want to give this to yudhishthira bhima was not a great admirer of flowers but the sparkle in draupadi's eyes made him happy he said yes indeed it is a magnificent flower i wonder where this lotus is from draupadi held the flower close to her heart and said bhima if you love me then go and get me as many of these lotuses as you can i want to take them to our home in kamyaka forest bhima looked at draupadi's eyes and said draupadi for you i can bring anything from anywhere you just wait here and i will come back with the flowers in no time he picked up his weapons and headed in the direction where the lotus came from following the scent of the thousand petal lotus bhima arrived in the valley of the gandhamadana mountains with his powerful hands bhima cleared his way through the thick foliage in search of the lotus the animals of the forest ran for their lives the yakshas and the gandharvas stayed away from bhima's path and watched him plunder through their habitat bhima walked through the dense forest for several hours but he couldn't find a trace of the enchanting lotus frustrated and angry the mighty pandava arrived in a beautiful garden of banana trees filled with ripe bananas but he was in no mood to enjoy the fruit he uprooted any tree that came on his way till he reached the bank of a lake with lotus blossoms of various kinds bhima jumped into the water to find the thousand petal lotus he crisscrossed the lake several times but he couldn't find the lotus the furious prince came out of the water and stomped the ground in such a rage that it caused a minor earthquake the great monkey hanuman the ardent devotee of lord rama 
was spending his days in the banana garden. Hanuman and Bhima happened to be brothers since both were fathered by Pavana, the god of the winds. When Hanuman came to know that Bhima was in the vicinity, he decided to play a prank on him. He lay down on the narrow path through the banana trees and thrashed his tail on the ground. The sound of his tail reverberated through the mountains and gave Bhima the goosebumps. He followed the sound and arrived at the spot where Hanuman lay on the ground pretending to sleep. Bhima was amazed to see the huge monkey. He raised his hands and let out a huge roar to scare away the animal. The monkey didn't move at all. He opened his eyes a little and said in a sleepy voice, I'm sick and tired. Please, don't wake me up from my siesta. Bhima was taken aback to hear the monkey talk like a human. But in these parts of the world, he knew, strange things happen quite often. He stood his ground and said, I am not scared to hear you speak, and I don't care for your siesta either. Get off my way. Hanuman still didn't get up. He said, I may be a mindless animal, but you are an intelligent human being. You should know better that all animals deserve some kindness. Tell me, who are you? Where do you want to go? This path leads to the heavens, and human beings are forbidden from going there alive. I am Bhima, the Pandava prince. But you don't seem to be an ordinary monkey. Who are you? I'm a poor little monkey, nothing else. I suggest you give up your plans to travel this path. Else you'll die. I'm not scared of death. So if you don't want to get hurt, get out of my way. Hanuman did not move. I'm too weak to move. If you must go, you can jump over me and continue on your journey. The Almighty lives in you as your supreme soul. It would be disrespectful of me to ignore him and jump over you. Else I could have crossed over you just as the great Lord Hanuman crossed over the oceans. Hanuman? Who is he? He was enjoying this little game with his brother. Bhima was not amused. He said, You don't know who Hanuman is? Shame on you! He is the greatest monkey that ever lived. He is Lord Rama's supreme devotee and is the most powerful and the most intelligent creature on the earth. And he is my brother. Pavana, the god of the winds, is our father. Trust me, I am as strong as my brother and I can teach you a good lesson if you don't listen to me. I don't wish to fight you. But... I am old and weak and I don't have the strength to get up. Why don't you do me a favor? Lift my tail and put it aside to make your way. Bhima felt quite insulted. He decided that he would grab the monkey by his tail and thrash him to his death. He went behind Hanuman and grabbed his tail to move it. <clears throat> 
but the tail weighed as heavy as the mountain and Bhima couldn't lift it even an inch off the ground. Bhima tried again and again. His muscles flexed to the extreme. His eyes bulged out of the sockets. His body drenched in sweat. But the tail stayed where it was. The great Bhima couldn't move it at all. He realized that this was no ordinary monkey. He knelt in front of Hanuman and with folded palms said, O oh, great one, please pardon me for my insolent behavior. Please tell me who are you? Hanuman smiled and said, I am your brother, Hanuman. Lord Rama had given me this boon that as long as Lord Rama is remembered, I would stay alive. By the grace of Mother Janaki, I have everything I need to survive. I stopped you because this path leads to the heavens and is impassable to mortal human being. The lotus you seek is not far from this place. I'll give you the directions. Bhima sat next to Hanuman and said, I am lucky to have seen you. Your deeds have always amazed me, inspired me. How I long to see you in the form you took when you jumped across the oceans to reach Lanka. Would you please grant your brother this little wish? Hanuman smiled and slowly stood up. With a huge roar, the great monkey began to grow in size. And soon he was as large as the Bindya mountains. Bhima was thrilled to see this spectacle. With folded palms, he said, I am forever grateful to you for showing me this form of yours. I will never forget this sight. You may now get back to your normal form. Hanuman got back to his normal size and said, How could I refuse my brother this little request? With you by his side, why did Lord Rama have to fight the demon king Ravana? You alone could have destroyed the evil king and his army. You are right. Ravana was no match for me. But if I had destroyed him, I would have deprived Lord Rama of his noble deed. Hanuman then led Bhima to the edge of the banana plantation and said, this road will lead you to the thousand-petal lotus you are looking for. Hanuman embraced his brother and Bhima felt he gained the strength of a thousand elephants. Hanuman said, If you want, I can kill the sons of Dhritarashtra and destroy Hastinapur at once. Bhima touched his feet and said, Brother, thank you for your offer. However, with your blessings, we should be able to destroy the enemy ourselves. Hanuman was pleased to hear this. I will always be on your side. In the battlefield, when you'd yell to scare your enemy, my voice will join yours. I'll reside on the flag of Arjuna's chariot and make such a huge roar that your enemy would freeze in fear and you'd be able to kill them at will. I pray to Lord Rama to always guide you to follow the right path. Saying so, Hanuman took a giant leap and in an instant vanished from Bhima's sight. 
After a short walk, Bhima arrived in the gardens of Kubera, the king of the Yakshas, a river adorned with thousands of the beautiful lotus blossoms flowed through the garden. Bhima was overjoyed. He waded through the waters and prepared to collect the flowers. The garden was guarded by ferocious demons and rakshasas. They came out and asked, Who are you? How dare you try to pick these flowers? Bhima said, I am Bhima, son of the great King Pandu and brother of Emperor Yudhishthira. I am here to collect these flowers for our wife, Draupadi. The Rakshasas said, This is Kubera's playground. Humans are not allowed here. If you are the brother of Yudhishthira, why do you steal these flowers? Anyone who comes here without our King Kubera's approval dies. Bhima didn't care to pay heed to their threats and warnings. He waded through the water and began to pluck the flowers. The guards picked up their weapons and attacked Bhima. But they had no idea whom they were dealing with. Within minutes, hundreds of Rakshasas died in Bhima's hands. Bhima crushed them with powerful blows of his mace. Those who survived ran for their lives to Kubera's palace. When Kubera heard of Bhima, he said, I know him, and I know he is collecting those flowers for the love of his life, Draupadi. Let him take as many lotuses as he wants. At that time, in Badrika Ashram, a sandstorm blew in from nowhere and covered the village in a thick cloak of dust. Meteor showers lit up the sky and scared the residents. Yudhishthira was worried for his family. He came to his brothers and asked, Where is Bhima? Draupadi said, Bhima has gone to collect the lotuses for me. Yudhishthira was alarmed. He said, Bhima must be in trouble. We must immediately go and help him. He summoned Ghatatkacha and asked him to carry them to Bhima. Ghatatkacha carried them on his shoulders and flew them to Kubera's garden. When they arrived at the river bank, they found Bhima standing amidst a pile of dead bodies of Rakshasas with his mace on his shoulder. Yudhishthira rushed to Bhima and said, Why did you have to do this? You didn't have to kill so many to collect few lotus flowers for Draupadi. This would make the gods unhappy. Never do this again. The Rakshasas heard this, came to Yudhishthira and paid him their respects. Yudhishthira consoled them and expressed his sorrow for their loss. The Pandavas then spent a few more days in the enchanting garden of Kubera. Yudhishthira said, we have seen many places around the country. How can we now see Kubera's palace? As he uttered these words, a voice rang out. You cannot visit the Kubera palace from here. Go back to Batrika Ashram. From there, you can go to Kubera's palace via Vrishaparvas Ashram and Ashtishena Ashram. 
The Stories of Mahabharata is written, directed, and told by Shudipta Bomek. Audio engineering, original music, and sound design by Avi Ziv. Find us online at facebook.com slash Mahabharata podcast. Join the group for updates and news. Subscribe to the podcast using iTunes or any other podcast catcher. On Twitter, we are at Mahabharat Audio. The podcast is distributed under the Creative Commons non-commercial license.